Enneagram 2, The Nurturer. Subtype, Social. Ambition. The Pain in Power. If you want to test a man's character, give him power. Wouldn't you agree? Bruce Lee once quoted, Knowledge gives you power, but character, respect. As you listen to the sound of my voice, allow yourself to sink deeper into your chair and think about these questions for a moment. Is it bad to have power? Is having too much power dangerous? Does power corrupt people? Or is it the other way around? You're about to take a journey, allowing yourself to escape the mundane experiences of life and into the life of one seasoned politician. Hungry for status, influence, and power. Douglas was his name. Our guy's the epitome of hegemonic masculinity. He's just the man you need in Parliament to get things moving. Ever seen those men in politics who wear sharp suits, own ties, and mean business? Well, our Douglas is the one that calls the shots around here. A powerful force in Parliament, not to be toyed with. Just imagine a tall, broad-shouldered man with light blue eyes and wavy grey hair who naturally knew how to play to the crowd using rhetoric and his undeniable ability to power gaze, Douglas, like a puppet master pulling the strings, could easily sway his colleagues to vote one way or another based on his own personal agenda. Close your eyes and go back to a time when you were or felt like the alpha dog the group leader, the one in control. Perhaps you told your younger sister not to leave dirty dishes in the sink and that made you feel important. Perhaps you set the rules with mates at school and that made you feel untouchable. Or maybe you made your imaginary friends laugh at your silly jokes and you felt over the moon. I bet you felt many things. But to put it in Doug's language, you felt powerful. Like nothing could stand in your way. And that feels good. If I'm being fully transparent with you here, Douglas even had close ties to the President of the USA himself. You can tell just how well connected he was, not only to power, but also to people with power. Don't sign those documents without my okay, said Douglas to a fellow parliamentarian. 
in his most authoritative way. Like the lion, king of the pride, nothing ever went down without his approval. One of the many reasons why people trusted his decisions in the office. Now you may be wondering, he seems to be a difficult man, bossing everyone around. Why so pompous? I can see why you may think these things. Yes, some people all but rolled over on their backs to show our Douglas respect. But there's more to him than that. There is more to his personality than this deep yearning of power. Doug wasn't always this way. It all started way back when he was around seven years old. As you focus on the sound of my voice, I want you to picture the following scenarios in your mind. Simply allow whatever images come to mind be there without judgment. Let's start. Dad, can you help me with my biology assignment? I just don't understand it. Not now, son. Can't you see I'm busy? Here's another. Dad, let's go play footy. The weather's great. I don't have time for this. Go play with your friends. And what about this one? Dad, what do you think of my drawing? I finished it just this morning. Later. Can't you see him on the phone? Do you see where we're going here? Can you see the pattern? Have you experienced something similar? You see, every time our guy asked his father for help or to connect with him in any way, shape or form, or even remotely try to open up to the old man, he did not receive the warmest embrace. Constantly hearing the words, shush, not now, go away, pushed Douglas to an emotionally closed off and detached individual. You can start to see why Douglas wouldn't feel comfortable asking for help. In fact, he would feel weak, insignificant, and powerless. Douglas, let me look over the contracts for you. Give me a shot for once, said Janet calmly but confidently. There was complete silence in the office. Crickets. Everyone waited in anticipation for Doug's response. And what do you think our guy did? Better yet, what would you have said or done if you were in his shoes? Would you have lashed out at Janet in the name of false power and authority? Would you have left the room faster than the speed of light? Or would you have taken a moment to identify and process your emotions? Whatever answer you come up with is right. 
Like most things in life, power too is inherently neutral. It is how we use power that matters. Think of electricity, for example. You can use it to brighten your home and admire its interior. Or create an inferno and burn it to the ground. Power works just the same way. Going back to our story now, you can clearly see how Doug's entire life revolved around power. He always had a knack for more and driven by an insatiable desire. But our puzzled politician used power as a means of escapism, to escape vulnerability. He derived his sense of power by keeping people at arm's length and bottling up his unprocessed childhood emotions, grief, anger, resentment, and feelings of not being worthy of love, mostly with his father. So take a moment to ponder this. Are you using power in life to step into the real you with full acceptance and love? Or are you using power to escape those ugly parts of you that need full acceptance and love.